we are going to have a couple guests in our program today, uh, a couple companions on the journey with us. Uh, coming up very soon, we are going to have uh, a guest, Mike Skinner. And Mike has a very interesting story. I'll let him get into the depths of it. But he and a men's group in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, actually connected with the Basilica of Our Lady in Baltimore, uh, found a terrific inspiration. And now they are promoting a unique unique prayer of the rosary and we'll talk to michael about that mike skinner about that in just a little bit but you know the the amazing thing is you know god is working so powerfully in people's lives and there's so much going on every day and and we ask ourselves sometimes uh does god hear me well, yeah, he does. And does God speak to me? Yeah, he does. And what we really want to reflect about today is if you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. You know, if you're hearing God, if you're hearing his voice, even if it's the smallest inspiration, Listen to it. Pay attention to it because God might be saying to you, smile to somebody. God might be saying, hey, say hello to that person. God might be saying, forgive somebody, you know, and forgiveness is tough, but he might be putting that on our heart. And if he's if it's if it's something like forgiveness, I bet we can be a hundred percent sure that it's coming from God because God is all love and all mercy and talking about forgiveness comes from him because we have that perfect example of God forgiving us from the cross. Uh, so if anybody wants to join in the conversation, we will have um, uh, Mike Skinner with us for the next 20 minutes or so. You can join us at Melbourne Retreat House for companions on the journey through Radio Maria USA by calling 866-333-6279. That's 866-333-6279 to join in the discussion. And you know, Mark, before we go to Mike, and it's a great story, and and I was just so thrilled when when, uh, you suggested that our theme today be Harden not your heart, uh, because we know where that comes from. You know, if if you hear my voice, harden not your heart. And we have two guests that really heard the voice of the Lord and answered the calling. And all of us out there, the Lord is speaking to us all the time. And, uh, you know, just, you know, soften your heart. Take it in. It'll be the best advice and the best the best roadmap and guidance that you can get. So I am really excited to talk to these two gentlemen about, you know, softening their heart and hearing God's voice. And we might have more companions as well who are going to join us and talk about ways that God have, has spoken to your heart and maybe soften your heart to do God's will, to do his will. And we'll be ready to listen to you. But first, I want to invite uh, Mike Skinner to join in the conversation. Mike, are you there? I sure am, Mark, and Mike, uh, delighted to be with you this afternoon. 
we are delighted to have you on the line. Uh, you're joining us from uh, Baltimore, the Baltimore area. Is that correct? That's right, Baltimore, Maryland. You, you know, uh, there's a interesting story that you have to share with us, and I want folks to listen to the story, but I think it's also important to uh, understand that uh, we're talking – to Mike Skinner, and Mike Skinner is an ordinary guy. Mike Skinner is, uh, he would blend in with anybody, anywhere. Uh, this is to take nothing away from him, but hey, you know, Mike Skinner is Mike Skinner. And God said something to him through an inspiration when he was trying to listen through a retreat experience. And there's something powerful happening. You know, Mike, uh, you, you, uh, you work in the financial services uh, industry, right? That's correct, yes. So you're not a, you're not a professional religion person. You're not, you're not a, a priest, a brother. You're not a deacon. You're not somebody who dedicates 100% of your life and time and energy to serving Christ. Is that right? That, that's that's right. I, I would say uh, up until a few years ago, I would be considered. Um, I would would have considered myself a skeptic, um, a cradle Catholic, but someone that was not practicing my faith, not close to my faith, uh, an ordinary guy. Yes, that's putting it mildly. Uh, my, my last name is Skinner. Um, you know, I joke that you could pronounce that with a silent K because I'm a sinner. And I was invited to attend a, a retreat, and uh, it, it, it changed my life. And I'm just grateful and blessed uh, to be uh, able to, to share my story with you and your audience and uh, to be doing the, the work of Christ. And it's the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life. You know, you, you said, Mike, just a minute ago that up until a couple of years ago, you would have identified yourself as a skeptic, even though you're a cradle Catholic. You want to talk about that for just a minute? Why would you use that word, being a skeptic? Well, so what I was skeptical about was, I guess I believed that, you know, that, that God loves us. I just wasn't sure that, that, that God loved me. I, I would look at myself and say, what, you know, uh, as I mentioned, a sinner. Um, didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, and I would hear that people would have these sorts of relationships. I just was personally skeptical about it. Uh, you know, I I would go to church and and go through the motions, so to speak, but I never felt the true love of God and love of Christ in my life. And this notion that that we could have a personal relationship with Jesus was just something that um, it, it didn't make sense to me. And so when I would hear about uh, people having these experiences, I would be skeptical. So something like going to a retreat, I never would have imagined doing that, but I'm, I'm certainly glad that I did. Oh, I just have to ask, Mike, this is Michael. So so here you are a skeptic, you are going to mass, you're, you know, you're, 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 doing the, uh, you're doing the things by rote. Someone invites you to a retreat, um, and you went. What, what yes. made you go on the retreat? Because you're, you know, you're giving up a weekend. So what made you give, go on give, that retreat? Just that this was an, another man that reached out to me and said, "Look, just come with us." This was someone that I, I had a lot of respect for, someone that I looked up to, 
and he said, "Come, come for this weekend. And if you don't, if it doesn't, you know, work for you, then that's fine. But but just just come. And I, I think that's so important for men to hear that. The way that you that we evangelize is just one man at a time. And Christ that's sent the disciples out two by two. So if you can just find one other guy and say, look, come on, come with me, join me in, in this process, I think that's where we can get incredible results. You know, it's interesting that you say that. That's, it's so true. Uh, but the key there was it was a man that you respected uh, and, and, and reached out to you and you felt his sincerity. But Mark and I were talking right, right before the show started and just saying that men, uh, and I'm speaking in general terms, but men – we're searching. Most of us are searching. It's uh, you know, and and uh, we don't know necessarily where to turn. But when someone says to you, "Hey, I have something to retreat," or as we begin to talk about your rosaries, it's like the men is like, "Well, great. You know, I don't have to do a whole lot of work. I just got to just got to follow this guy." And so I'm sure that that's what with the retreat. And then uh, you know, talk to us about about the uh, the rosaries that you're doing because it's. I read the article. I mean, it's it's a it's a wonderful wonderful uh, ministry that you have going there. Well, so the, the, the rosary, we call it Men of Virtue Rosary. And really the idea behind it is that men, first of all, men matter so much in our world. And when you look at some of the challenges that we have in, in, the, in the world, and, and uh, I myself, I've been, I've been doing some prison ministry. And nice. it, when you spend time with guys in prison, you realize that they are full of, of regret for bad mistakes they've made in their life. Thankfully, they've found peace in following Christ. But what you observe is that 100% of the time, these men have not had a positive male role model in their lives. So that's just that's sort of one uh, example. The other uh, example I would provide, this is a quote from uh, Pope John Paul II who said that the future of humanity passes by way of the family. That's such a powerful statement. The future of humanity passes by way of the family. And our families uh, can't be all they're intended to be if the father isn't all that he's intended to be. The mother can't be what she's intended to be if there isn't a strong father. So with, with all of this sort of um, swirling in my mind, was on retreat, and the Holy Spirit uh, just touched me, and be I began to think about the model that we should use and what better model we should use as men than Jesus Christ, who was true God and true man. And as true man gives us the perfect model, he was a perfect man, gives us the perfect model to live our lives. So we looked... Um, uh, myself, um, uh, another priest, a member of our men's club, we just started to talk about moments in the life of Christ that men can emulate. And that's really where the idea for Men of Virtue Rosary began. Now, I, I think it's important for people to understand this, Mike, <coughs> excuse me, that it wasn't as if, okay, God is speaking to your heart on this retreat and gave you a stone tablet with all of these directions about, uh, okay, we are now going to pray about zeal, courage, gallantry, humility, and loyalty. Uh, it didn't happen that way, right? It, it did not happen that way. It did not happen that way. It started, 
innocently, simply as just a conversation, sharing moments in the life of of Christ and the the virtues that uh, uh, we could emulate <clears throat> in our own lives. So we we uh, just in in discussion, just talking about our fav our favorite moments that uh, that we read about in the gospel and and so i just simply started to put pen to paper uh and once i did that once i took that first step just the the ideas came from my mind they could not come through the pen fast enough and before i knew it had come up with uh five virtues and you you mentioned them but zeal courage gallantry humility and loyalty and we've created a, a rosary so we're, we're praying to our blessed mother to help us inculcate in our own lives and emulate in our own lives these virtues that that were demonstrated by christ and in the men of virtue rosary we have, there's a story a gospel account of a moment in the life of christ uh, that corresponds with that particular virtue and then we also have a saintly inspiration so saints that also exhibited those qualities and by praying rosary so you, you read one of the virtues pray a decade of the rosary and ask for our blessed mother's intervention it's been a very powerful uh, tool and a powerful foundation for for our men's club and from there it just has has in the last year has spread like wildfire thanks be to god you've been able to take an idea an inspiration that came from god during a retreat time and run with it and and make something happen and really touch the heart of a lot of people uh i thought it was interesting that there was an example uh that that we heard of people gathering in the uh basilica church in baltimore uh and it wasn't just men there were women there as well supporting the men in their prayer and actually it was a daily mass and there were so many people there inspired to gather for mass and the rosary afterwards that actually there was overflowing of overflowing crowd from the chapel huh that's that's right it was amazing we we decided once we had published our rosary booklet we decided to share it with our parish and we we did the first public recitation it was friday october 7th that's and october 7th is the feast day of our lady of the holy rosary and that 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 uh, or or also what's known as our lady of victory but a special feast day that corresponds with the battle of lepanto we unfortunately we don't have enough time to get into the details here but for those historians that are out there the Battle of Lepanto that occurred in, I believe, 1571, all of Western civilization hung in the balance. And um, we, we chose that feast day to do a public uh, recitation of the rosary. And uh, we, we had an amazing crowd. And it wasn't, uh, to your point, it was not just men, but it was women uh, as well who recognized that these are qualities that uh, it's important for men to look for in the the, the men in their lives, um, the, the whether it's a, a husband or your 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 son, what what have you. 
women have really gravitated toward the the rosary, which has been just an amazing blessing. That's a wonderful thing. Uh, I'm almost ready to start singing out, uh, I am the man of La Mancha from Don Quixote, when you're talking about the Battle of Lepanto, but we'll, we'll get to that another day. Uh, why don't you walk us through uh, the decades, the five decades of the rosary? We've mentioned a few times already the, the characteristics, the qualities, the virtues, uh, but, you know, I think... People listening would like to hear a little bit more about what's behind each of the virtues in in the decades. Sure. So um, we start out with the virtue of zeal. And uh, we say, blessed is the zealous man, he who has given his life to something greater than himself. So the, the idea here is that as men, when we can focus on doing something for others, being committed, whether it's to our families or a, or a special initiative, when we're giving ourselves to something greater than, than ourselves, it gives our lives so much purpose. And so the, we, we use the example, the, the story in the life of Christ about uh, Jesus driving the money changers from the temple. And we, the saintly inspiration for zeal is St. Paul, who of course did more to help grow Christianity from the first century than perhaps anyone. He's, you know, wrote half of the New Testament, and he risked his own life many times to help spread the good news. So that's, that's zeal. Then we go on to talk about courage, and we say, Blessed is the courageous man, he who is unafraid to speak truth to power. The example that we use in Christ's life is Jesus standing up to the Pharisees. Of course, the Pharisees and the Romans were always uh, trying to find a way to, uh, to convict Christ. And, of course, they, they ultimately did that. Uh, but but uh, uh, we, we know that the, the war was won uh, by way of the cross. And the, the, the saintly inspiration is St. John Paul II, who did as much as anyone to help bring down uh, the, the, the Iron Curtain and bring down communism. So he gives us such a, a, a wonderful model. So uh, the next is yes. zeal, courage, and then moving yeah. on to gallantry. Yes, gallantry. Uh, this is a word we don't use enough in our, in our lexicon, but blessed is the gallant man, he who protects and defends the honor of women. Um, wow. The woman, woman was the crowning of God's creation. Eve was the crowning of his creation. And, and woman is, is the spiritual, uh, partner for man to, to help, uh, uh, share in God's divine plan. And, and too often, uh, men view women as physical objects as opposed to their spiritual partners. So gallantry, we, the, the example we use is, is Jesus defending the woman caught in adultery and how he, he gave her mercy and helped avert her execution uh, in, that, in that moment. But we, we, just, we see in that moment that woman is not meant to be a, a physical object but a spiritual partner. And our, our inspiration, the saintly inspiration for gallantry is St. Joseph 
who, of course, took care of God's most precious gifts, uh, Our Lady and, also, and, and also her, the and her son. of Melbourne Retreat House. I just wanted to throw that out. <laughs> yes, yes. So, the, the, the next, the next virtue is is humility. So, how important it is to to lead with selflessness and composure, and to to give to to others, to be a servant leader. So, there there's a wonderful gospel example of 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 Christ with his disciples saying, "You know, I did not come here to be served, but to serve." and to pay a ransom for many. So Christ laying down his life for all of us and being a servant leader. And we use uh, the, the saintly inspiration of St. Ignatius of Loyola. And, and he has a beautiful prayer for generosity. It's just such a beautiful, beautiful prayer. But so much we can learn from St. From Ignatius. And then, and then we, we end up with uh, loyalty. And, and the, the example we use here is Jesus commissioning his disciples. And, and loyalty is about being a man upon whom others can rely and depend and trust. And Christ, of course, is loyal to all of us and will never, ever leave us. But as men, we likewise need to help Christ execute his plan. We're called today as a disciple just like saint paul and saint peter and saint matthew just like the early disciples we're called today to help execute his plan it's very it's just very it's very powerful to think about that we're called as disciples right now today absolutely called as uh, called as disciples you know as as i'm looking at at the list here zeal courage gallantry humility loyalty i'm taken back to my ninth grade algebra class and we're learning algebra and and uh, all those students are saying you know when am i ever going to use this well this is a list here that i know flat out one practical example of when i'm going to be using this uh over and above my normal prayer but this is a list that i will be judging the man who has the honor of marrying my daughter needs to fit all five of these categories. Now, she's not engaged anybody yet, but when I see that, uh, this is the type of man that, that, that Jesus wants us to be. This is the measure of the man that, uh, that, that every father should want for their daughter. Uh, you know, it, it's just this is what being a man is all about. And uh, you have really just hit the nail right on the head and, and, and just – in practicality, if we were to do these every day and live this way, wow, what a magnificent well, world. It it's so wonderful to hear you say that, Mike, and it's so true. And I, I hope that any man that's listening that has a daughter, or any woman that's listening that has a daughter, share these virtues. And here's the, here's the most important part. Women can be so influential. Women should absolutely expect to see these characteristics in the men in their lives. Uh, and I, and if, if they, if they you know, d d um, look for these characteristics, um, you know, it's funny how um, the, the influence of a woman, men, men will come around. Um, it may take a little time, but we, but we, we do tend to come around. And uh, to give women a model is, is just as important as to provide men with a model. Well, this is this has been this has been fantastic, and uh, we're going to have to uh, uh, cut to a break. But just 
you know, Mike, if there was one thing before we let you go, and I appreciate you being here, but if there was one thing that you wanted to say, and I'm going to just, you know, segment this to our male audience who are in the parishes, uh, what would be the, just a piece of advice you would give them based on, based on this, uh, uh, you know, rosary uh, that you have put together? Well, if, let me quickly tell people where they can find this. If they if they go to www.cathedralofmary.org and look in the men's club section, they can they can download a PDF of this rosary. It's also available for free on iTunes, Men of Virtue Rosary, and you can follow us on Twitter at underscore Men of Virtue. So hopefully they 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 got all that. But the one thing I would tell men is that that Jesus Christ wants a personal relationship with you today. And if you open your heart just a little bit, all you have to do, whether you're on your driving on the way home, laying in bed tonight, if you're just by yourself, just, just hold your hands up and say, okay, Jesus, I'm going to give you a shot. He will put you to work. There's a mission for every one of you that's the most important mission of your lifetime. And as I mentioned earlier, the future of humanity depends on it. So if you want an, if you want an adventure and you want uh, a, a real special journey, just, just say yes. Open the door a tiny bit and the light will shine in and, and you'll be amazed at what happens. Mike, this has been an incredible time with you. I'm sorry that the time has gone so quickly, but I want to emphasize that if you are anybody out there listening, especially if you are a man listening to our program today, you don't have to worry about having had a perfect life until today. If you're out there listening for some reason, if you're in the prisons, because we know that prisoners are listening to us, if you're out there uh, driving a rig and you're out on the highway and you're listening to us. If you're in your car going home or going to work, if you're in your house, wherever you might be, God has wanted you to listen to this program today to reinforce the fact that men need to embrace these virtues of zeal, courage, gallantry, humility, and loyalty in a relationship with Christ because that's going to make you a full man and that's going to make you a man that is able to respond in the right way to a woman and any of the women who are listening, encourage your men, encourage your sons, encourage your brothers, your husbands to embrace all of this. Mike Skinner, Men of Virtue Rosary, thank you so much for being with us. 